Hello and welcome to the Bring It On podcast. I'm your host, Erin, photographer, obsessed runner, self-proclaimed crazy person with a gift for sharing advice, embarrassing life experiences, health, fitness, and a life's mission of busting you out of your excuse-driven mindset. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Today is Monday. It is podcast day. Woohoo! And today we are going to take some time and dedicate talking about the U conferences. Um, if you follow me at all on social, you know that this is something that's near and dear to my heart. I've become like obsessed with and I feel very strongly about this. And the next U conference coming up is called Abundantly U. It's March 25th and 26th of 2020. And it's going to be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and you should go. And we're going to talk about some things as to why I think you should go today. So you're going to hear me turning pages because I made some notes and I wrote them down. My hand's kind of tired, but here we go. So the U conferences, obviously, if you haven't heard me talk about them yet, they are going to be a women's business conference, local Women, women's Business Conference in the Cedar Rapids, Cedar Valley area, corridor area. And that's the whole purpose behind this is to have a place where it's local. It's not designed for, you know, just to hit the corporate area. It's designed more for the women who have a small business like me or women who have a side hustle, or somebody that just wants to get the hell out of the house for a day. So who this is for is, I mean, are you like unique? Rodan and Fields, 31, Lime Life, Zia, LuLaRoe, Tori Bell. Oh my God, I could go on for like an hour. And so we struggle. We all have struggles with like, how do we reach our audience? And I have taken a lot of time to reflect back on a lot of the things that I've learned from the U conferences and some of the keys that have helped me grow my business since starting to go. So what's the key to being successful at your business? There are some theories out there that say you need to post 10 times a day or you need to post 30 times a day. You need to get yourself in front of these people and be posting and blowing up their news feed. So you're just using the numbers angle on getting in front of people. I'm here to tell you that no, that's not the way to make it work. Is it going to work for you for a little while? Yeah, because your friends are excited when you're new in doing something new. They're going to support you. But after a while, they're going to be like, okay, Monica, you need to lay off because we all know blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then they start to unfollow you because you're just blowing up their news feeds and they're tired of it. And you know where I learned that? From going to the U conference. So it's time to stop annoying the shit out of your friends and make genuine connections with people. Why? Because that's what people want. That's what you want, don't you? Doesn't it annoy the crap out of you when you just see somebody posting their products all the time? No, it does me. Because honestly, 
if people want to buy your shit, they will. And if they don't or are on the fence, that gorilla type posting is going to turn them off. It just straight going to turn them off. And I'm not saying to not talk about your products completely. What I'm saying is, what are you giving them to make them want to buy from you when they're ready to get what you got? That's the key, is when they're ready to get what you got. If you're just bombarding them with product after product or sale after sale, you're going to make them unfollow you. Ultimately, you know, you're going to see them at the grocery store and they're going to go the other way because they think that you're just going to try to sell them something or join your team. MLMs have a really bad name because a lot of the companies did it the wrong way. And there are MLMs out there, network marketing agents, companies that are doing it the right way. And if you pay attention, you'll see who's doing it the right way and who's doing it the wrong way. The ones that are doing it the wrong way are the ones that are driving you nuts and pissing you off. So what do you do to make them think of you when they're ready to spend some money? You need to bring them more value than you get paid for. And no, it's not with sales and discounts. Because if you're constantly just hammering out when there's sales and discounts, people are just going to wait. And they're going to wait you out and they're going to wait until they can get a deal. And, and you don't want that because it brings the wrong type of client. It just, it just does. So think about the kinds of things that draw you to someone and it keeps you coming back for more. What are they doing to draw your attention and why do you keep coming back? And it, not just the sales and discount ones because you know those people that are always, that you always wait for the sale. You don't want that to be your client. You got to think about the person that's, that you're waiting for them, you, you know, you go to them without waiting for a sale or a discount. You're willing to pay full price. That's the kind that I'm talking about. What are they doing to draw your attention? So what I want you to do is I want you to make a list of the people that you're going to go pay full price for because it's that good and you are drawn to them that much that you're going to play, pay full price because you love it and you, they don't drive you crazy. So make a list of those people or those things and pay attention to what they're doing. What kind of things are they posting? What kind of things are they sharing? What makes you want to share their stuff or recommend them with somebody else? Why, what draws you in? So you're going to have to analyze it a little bit. And you know, we're talking about content here and a lot of this is social market or social media content. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so that's kind of what I'm talking about. So if you analyze it and write it down and I mean like legit get a piece of paper and a pen and write it down and you can take those things, you don't have to copy somebody, but if you take and because you can, you can do this from a totally different product. You know, somebody could be selling coffee and you could relate it to selling Afghans. I mean, it's, it's, it's the concept is going to interchange. It's the concept that you're carrying over. So, you know, you don't, you don't have to do everything from scratch. A lot of things are recycled. I mean, you're going to create your own and put your own personality into it and your own product or whatever, but you don't have to create it and just 
from nothing. There's guides out there and you can make it work. So, and you know where I learned that from? You conferences. So you guys, I've done my whole life the hard way, like legit nose to the grindstone, head down, plowing through every obstacle in my path. And I'm going to learn it on my own. And I have gotten my ass kicked several times because of this, because I'm stubborn. I mean, I lost my entire business when I was nine months pregnant with my son. So talk about a punch in the face. But it doesn't matter how often I failed because every time I fail, I learn. I use that failure. It's like, okay, Aaron, this is what happened. Oh, wow. Where did you screw up? And in that instance, you guys, I screwed up for years. There's so many things I did wrong. But it doesn't matter because you learn it, learn from it, learn from those failures. They're important. And your failures are not just your own. Other people are going through very similar or the same failures. I know several other people that have lost everything in the same business I was. You know, the circumstances can be a little bit different, but it's basically the same. You are not alone. You are far from alone. So, okay, and I don't quote the Bible a lot, but this has really been something that struck with me. And I don't remember where this comes from, but it's something that's stuck in my head. It has come, or, I'm sorry, it has not come to stay, it has come to pass. So what does that mean? It has not come to stay, it has come to pass. It means that the struggles are only here for a little while. The challenges and failures we experience are given to us to teach us something. They're made to help us grow. And I don't know about you, but for me, my lessons have to be pretty big and pretty rough to get it through my thick skull. When I lost everything, I started over. And then a year and a half later, I started over again. Hello, I'm slow learner. I'll tell you, that's the truth. And I can see now so clearly why I failed. And it's so glaringly obvious, it's stupid. But so what? What can I take away from those times that has made me more, or what I can take away from those times has made me more of who I am today? So use those failures. Use those trips. Use those falls, the bumps, the bruises, all of that. When we're little kids, what do we do when we're learning how to walk? We fall down, we get up. We fall down, we get up. We fall down, we get up. Like countless times. So get back up. I literally stood in front of 100 people, many of them I didn't know, and gave the confession of my life in October. And you know what? I feel so free and light because of it. So I'm getting a little sideways here, but stick with me. I want you to use your failures. If you tried something and it bombed, share that. Help someone. There's that added value again. Help someone else to avoid the same pitfall. And let them experience what you experience through you in your troubles and your struggles and your failures. And maybe they can get something from it without having to do the same thing. And you know where I learned that from? You conferences. Are you seeing a pattern? Okay, so I'm going to give you this since you missed out on the previous conferences and because I expect I'll be seeing all of your faces at the next one on March 25th and 26th. Okay, so number one, give them more value than what you get paid for. 
So if you sell a mascara for 20 bucks, you need to give them way more value than a $20 mascara, period. Number two, share your failures. People connect with you when they see you're human just like they are. And, and share the ugly stuff. You know, post a selfie with a messy house, no makeup, and your hair is like totally cray. Share real life and throw away that fucking filter. Seriously, stop with the filters. I can't even. I'll stop there. Number three, entertain people. Make them laugh. Who doesn't need a good freaking laugh? A lot of times people laugh at your mistakes and or crazy life happenings because it's the same for them. The same things happen to them. I posted a selfie here this summer with chapstick chunks on like the side of my mouth because my car chapstick and I okay, I have I am the chapstick chick purse chapstick coat chapstick times 10 car chapstick desk chapstick the whole everything I'm a I'm addicted but I it was like I don't even remember when it was but it was hot out and I had put chapstick or tried to put chapstick on and like melted off on the side of my face and it really looked like something very inappropriate and embarrassing. And I posted on Facebook. And it was freaking hilarious. People love that stuff. Why? Because it shows your human side. Hello? We're all human. Number four, empower. You guys, we can all use some serious encouragement sometimes. Because everybody struggles. So become known as the person who genuinely gives a shit. Check in on your peeps and follow up with it. Don't just do it a one and done and think that you're just going to leave an impression on somebody. That's not going to be enough. It's not. If you want somebody to really understand that you do care about them and you do care about what's going on in their life, it's going to take more than a half a dozen times of, you know, talking things over or being there or putting some encouragement into them. It takes commitment. And if you really want people to know that you care, then you have to be committed to show you care. You just have to. And the more you do it, the easier it is, A, and it's contagious. Because if you help lift somebody else, somebody up, they're going to lift somebody else up. It's just the way it is. As human beings, we need that. We want to share that. And deep down, unless you're a complete asshole, it feels good to help other people. And you have the capacity to do it. It's so easy. Just do it. Number five, educate. Okay, so this is kind of where it's, it, you can mix it in with your product. It, teach people. If people don't know what you do or don't know how to do this or that, you can teach people. And you can show them how to use such and such product or, you know, how a trick or a hack. I mean, everybody loves life hacks. My six-year-old has been, like, obsessed not just with Frozen 2, because I did a live video about her obsession with Frozen 2 briefly today, um, but life hacks. The kid is like totally watching all these life hacks and it's hilarious and I love it. So 
education. People, people like to learn. They like to know things. They like to learn new things. So educate them. And you don't have to do it in a way that sells them. Just show them. Like you do a post. You don't even have to post your link. If they want to buy it, they're going to contact you. They will reach out. You just have to be patient. So now many of you know, may not know that I'm a Lime Life by Alcon Beauty Guide. It's not something that I really promote a lot. I couple it with my photography business and it makes a really good pairing for me. And literally today, <clears throat> Michelle, our CEO, was talking about outcome, among other things. But this is something that really struck me. And it struck me and I was like, duh, why hadn't I not thought of it this way? So what she was talking about is you can't, when, you, when you're doing things and taking action for your business, don't focus on the outcome. And what do I mean by this? If you focus all of your energy on the outcome, be it a sale or adding a new team member, whatever, and the outcome doesn't pan out to be what you wanted, you're going to be disappointed. And you're going to carry that disappointing outcome with you. So in turn, in doing so, you're going to lose the gains from the actions that you took. Okay, so let me say that again. If you carry that disappointment from the lack of succeeding the outcome that you wanted, you're going to lose the gains from the action that you took. So think about that. Even though you didn't have the exact outcome you wanted, what was the good stuff that came out of it? Say you had a, a party and you're in direct sales. And I know I keep coming back to this, but this is kind of where I'm at because a lot of people do this. And say you invited 10 people to the party and three showed up and you go into that party with like, oh my God, only three people showed up and there should have been 10. My sale's going to suck, blah, 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 blah. You're going to put that vibe out there. And those three people that actually did show up are going to be like, nah, I, I think I'll pass, you know, thanks for your time. It was fun. It's going to affect their whole attitude. But if you go into it, yeah, so only three people showed up. BFD. You need to be excited about those people that did show up for you. And you need to give them all of what you would have given the 10 people. And I'll tell you what, I have hosted some parties. Um, oh my gosh, this has been a long time ago, but I can't even remember the name of it. it it's not passion parties. It was a different one with some friends and there were supposed to have been like 10 or 12 people at this party. And there were like five of us. And we made margaritas, strawberry or a chocolate dipped strawberries. And our rep had the biggest sale of the month out of the smallest group. Because she put into our small group of people everything that she would have and probably more because we were a smaller group and she connected with every single one of us and we had an amazing time and she didn't have a bad attitude about not having the high number that we were supposed to have. She took it, she ran with it and she did her thing just like she did her, would do her thing with a large group. So, you know, focusing on the outcome in that aspect can just blow up in your face. Or if you 
focus on the action and what you're doing and what you're giving, you'll probably be pleasantly surprised at the outcome. So focus on that good and use it. Put it in your bank and build on that. Let it grow. Put out that gratefulness for that. You know, those three people that did show up, be grateful for that. And you'll reap more to be grateful for going forward. So, you know, I mean, basically what it comes down to is whatever you're focusing on, you create. So be intentional about what you're focusing on. Create the beauty. Create the good. Create the growth. Don't focus on the, oh, shit, I missed that. Or, you know, these people didn't show up. Or this was a bust. Because you put that out there, you're going to get more of that back. So I think that's all I've got for you guys today. It's about time to go pick my kids up from school. And I'm going to hustle out of here. So go to www.uconferences.com. You can find us on Facebook at Abundantly You. Tickets are on sale until December 31st for a pre-sale ticket of $75 per person. After December 31st, they will go up in price. And the closer the conference gets, the higher the ticket prices go. So we are taking speaker applications. And this is like my favorite part because I'm so pumped because I'm a part of the executive committee, planning committee. So I get to get like a pre preview, preview. Yeah. Preview is probably the word that I want to use into the speakers. And I'm, you guys, I can't even tell you. I like, I like spin when I talk about the U conferences. They're just so awesome. And all of the women that go are awesome. Uh, guys are welcome, but this is a women-based, um, conference. So just be aware of that. We did have my chiropractor actually attended, um, the Courageously U conference and, I think he got some good content out about out of it. I haven't. It gave him a glimpse into how a tribe of women work, probably more so than he ever would have gotten. And I think he made some good connections, which is pretty rad because he's a pretty rad dude. And that's what I've got. You conferences, abundantly you, March twenty fifth and twenty sixth, and. I have gotten a little start on my speaker application because I am no different. I have to apply as well to be a speaker. So I need to get my shiz together and make it happen. So that's what I've got for you today. Have a fabulous day. And if there's ever anything you want to talk to me about privately, directly, you can email me at bringitonpc at gmail.com. I'm out. 